This is the Vision Driven Mom podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, for moms by moms who believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories from moms that have journeyed through motherhood from fear, loss, and heartbreak to healing, empowerment, and success. Motherhood is truly the journey of a lifetime, so let's enjoy the ride together. Welcome back to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. I am your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, and today we have Sarah Marie Paul. She is a wellness educator, health coach, and online business mentor. She teaches women how to feel empowered with their health and wellness choices rather than overwhelmed with options. Watching women become advocates for themselves and their their families makes her light up all while encouraging them to to overcome limiting beliefs. Her favorite areas to focus on are chemical-free living and healing past emotional traumas. At home, Sarah loves to spend time with her son, her husband, and her puppy, and they just purchased their dream home and are in the process of starting their homestead journey together. Sarah, welcome to the show, my friend. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much for for having me, Tracy. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. Okay. So this is a show about possibility, that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Tell us a time when you overcame something or achieved something that felt impossible in motherhood or since you became a mom. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. I've learned so much in my, in my short time of being a mom. We have one child. I have a son who is five. His name is Cooper. And he is just the love of the, I always call him the little love of my life. And my husband is the big love of my life. He has just taught me so much. He is my greatest teacher, greatest teacher. Isn't it amazing when you just see your children or your child and the way that they respond and react to things and how it just, you know, that it is just, it's meant to teach you a lesson just Mm -hmm. as much as you're there to teach them. Absolutely. So I, I have overcome a lot since being a mom, but, um, the biggest thing I would have to say that I have overcome or the biggest impossibility that became something possible would have to be at the moment when I started my own business. Um, at the time we, my background is in education I was at home on an extended unpaid maternity leave from teaching. I was a public school teacher and reading specialist, and we had saved a ton of money before me going out on leave, and it was completely depleted at the time. My son, who I was home with, he, had, he was having frequent upper respiratory issues, sinus infections, upper respiratory infections, that they didn't quite know what the trigger or what the cause was. But what had happened was he had a severe allergic reaction to penicillin that put us in the hospital for observation for anaphylaxis, which is, you know, not being able to breathe, Mm -hmm. which is the absolute scariest thing for a parent. Um, And I remember leading up to that, I was the mom who would always sleep on the nursery floor and watch him and wake up with him and just grab him out of the crib to make sure that he was still breathing, to make sure that he could breathe. It was just 
really, you know, a scary time on an emotional time an anxiety heightened time for me. And the changing moment for us was when you, when I was there with him, I remember looking at my husband and just saying, you know, Steve, what are we going to do? Because when we get home today, this course of treatment is taken off the table. We can no longer just prescribe an antibiotic and have no worries. And then four or five weeks later, be back here again and do it all over again. We have to do something different. So when we got home that night and we put him to bed, I was, I went to Facebook, like many of us do, or go to social media and just try to kind of numb out because that's where I was at the time. And I saw a, an old friend of mine who was using oils with her daughter. And it seemed like her daughter was having similar things going on to my son with the upper respiratory issues. So I reached out to her and I hadn't spoken with her in a couple of years. And I just said, Hey girl, what's going on here? Can I use these oils with my son? And will he, will, will, will he feel better? Will he magically get better? Because at the time I knew nothing about, you know, holistic um, remedies or essential oils. And she was so kind. She was so sweet. And she just said, you know, let me help you with this. You can borrow mine. I can teach you how to use them. And I just said, no, just if you tell me, do they actually work? Tell me that they work. If they do, I'll order them and let's give it a try. So I did. And what had happened was within a couple of weeks, I noticed a difference with him. I noticed a difference with his healthier breathing. I noticed a difference with the decrease in, in, a, in snot in his nose. Mm-hmm. I noticed an increase in the amount of time we were sleeping. I noticed a boost in my mood. Um, and I was beginning to feel like myself again that I had lost for quite some time. So I went to my husband because I had heard that I could make an additional income for our family doing this. And since we were down to the wire, if I had to go back to teaching and get paid to care for other people's children or stay home and be able to contribute financially to replace my income, I thought it was worth a shot because it was also something that had changed our life so dramatically in a matter of weeks. I figured other people had to know that there there were options when it came for taking care of your health and wellness. So my husband was extremely supportive. He said, go for it. We have one year and together we made a goal that we had to achieve in one year. And here we are three and a half years later, we've exceeded every single goal that we have set for ourselves. And we are just, I'm so grateful. I know he and I are both so grateful that I took the, took the chance, you know, took the risk to do this, but it absolutely felt impossible at the time because I had no business background. I didn't know the first thing about selling or sharing anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew about educating though. So that's really where I, where I led and where I still lead with my business. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's a fantastic story of, it's possible. Anything is possible. And Sarah, I don't know if you and I just, we have parallel lives. (laughs) We really do. I don't know if you know that when my son, my son was uh, premature, he was, um, and when he was 11, 11 days old, he wasn't even supposed to be here. He stopped breathing. And in my arms, he turned blue in my arms, started gasping. And here I had been a teacher, didn't know, you know, I'd been trained in CPR and first aid, but here was my own kid. I could do it on somebody else's kid, but here was my own kid. And I just, I, 
I just blanked, right? So my husband breathed rescue breaths. We took him to the hospital and I was the same way. It was, it was probably a year because they could never tell me that it wasn't going to happen again. He had gotten a freak a UTI, freak UTI somehow, um, but they couldn't ever tell me. So I was awake. That, that, that's PTSD right there. You know, that's a lot to process and work through. So I, I, I love that you were able to come full circle and, and have this, not only that you survived it, but that you are thriving, you and your little family and your business are all thriving. So anything else in your backstory that you want to share with our listeners? Yeah. So thank you for that, Tracy. And no, I had no idea that you went through that too. And it is, it's the scariest, it's the scariest moment because as a mom, you feel like, okay, as long as I like keep them alive and they're fed and they're happy, I did a good job for the day. Mm -hmm. And when you feel like you don't know if your child is going to be able to have, you know, that healthy, safe breathing, it is, it's just so scary. Yeah. So with my background, I mean, my background's in education. So I was a teacher for 10 years in the public school system. I loved it. I absolutely did. But the part that I didn't like so much was um, the, the hindrance on, my, on the creative brain that I had in my classroom. Mm-hmm. I remember showing up on my first day of teaching. I had a kindergarten assignment and I had all of these play materials for the kids. I wanted them to be able to play in a kitchen. I wanted them to be able to have a whole like dress up, you know, uh, dramatic play area. And I had all these areas set up only to have a, an administrator come in and tell me that those were not the standards that I should have been addressing. And I remember crying a lot my first year of teaching because I just didn't feel right. Um, and that's kind of how I felt with the parallel to my first year of parenting too, Mm -hmm. with the things that I was told to do. And then my gut and my um, intuition and my responses to what, what I felt was right. So throughout the process of you know, teaching and then leaving teaching and starting my own business and then growing my business, something that I just feel like has really come back to me is that part of listening to my gut and being more trusting of my instincts, because I feel like as adults, that's something that we lose, whereas children have it. And it is so obvious in them that they, they do what they want and they're drawn to what they want. Um, And if something is bad or uncomfortable, you know, they will tell you immediately that they, they are not accepting of it. So I feel like I've come back to that, but in addition, I've really just come back to finding myself because I remember being a new mom and just feeling so lost, feeling so lost with, you know, who am I now, now that I'm a mom, what do I enjoy doing? What brings me joy? I know that I am a mother. I know that I am a wife and I, I love both of those things. And I love, um, both of those, both of those jobs and roles in my life, but really when it comes down to it, you know, who am I and what brings me joy? So this journey in the past three and a half years has just enabled me to really redefine who I am and rediscover my joys. But the thing that I love the most is just watching that happen for other women in our community Mm -hmm. and really, you know, diving deep with women to help them rediscover what their niche is or what 
brings them joy or what giftings do they have to share with others and where can they really provide and serve other people? Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. And I really do believe I'm a firm believer for one thing that when you are doing what brings you joy as a mother, you are teaching your kids that how to do it too. Because if we, you know, if, if, if you or I had, you know, if you had gone back to school to teach, if I had gone back to school or if I, if I had stayed in that place that I was at, at the, in the very beginning, I would be teaching them something very, very different than what I want to be teaching them. I mean, what we want for our kids is for them to be happy, at least for me, for them to be happy, for them to be confident and to know that they matter. Like those are the three most important things for me that I teach my kids. But if we're not living joyfully and not, you know, life is 50, 50. So we're not going to, it is unrealistic to be, feel joyful hundred percent of the time, you know, that, that we wouldn't want that because then we wouldn't have contrast and we wouldn't be able to feel that, that, that difference between joy and anxiety or joy and fear or whatever that might be, but that, and, and to teach other women how to do that for themselves is just a beautiful, amazing gift, Sarah. And I, I feel the same way, just like watching a, another woman light up, especially when she realizes that she's so much more than she ever thought that she could be. It's what a gift, what a gift that you are giving these women. So tell us about your process or about, about the steps that you take and what you do with the, with the women that you work with. Absolutely. So with my business, there are basically two directions that I go in. And there can be more dependent on, on the individual, but typically how I meet most women who come to me are, they're looking just, they're overwhelmed moms. <laughs> they're, the majority are feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling overwhelmed with responsibilities. They're feeling overwhelmed with their roles. They're feeling overwhelmed with choices. And most of them also have a problem. And typically it is something health related where they come to me seeking an alternative, but sometimes they're just feeling overwhelmed by choices at, you know, at Target when they go to find something that is clean for their household. Because as women, we are also the gatekeepers of our home. That's, I don't know about you, but I mean, my husband is amazing with so many things, but he's not selecting which dish soap and which laundry detergent and which shampoo and which, you know, all of these other products that we're using in our home, that's right. me. And if I bring something in, he'll just use it. He'll say, okay, we're using this now. And he's very supportive. And I'm so grateful for that, but he's not the one spearheading that movement of which is a very important movement, by the way, mamas, mm -hmm. <laughs> that is, a, those are a lot of choices, right. let alone the food that we're serving on our table and all of the other, all of the other things as a mom. So typically women will come to me looking for a solution or feeling very overwhelmed and looking to just feel a little bit better, a little bit more clear. So what I do, I do consultations one-on-one -on -one with mamas and I just ask them some questions. So I have them fill out a wellness consult, which just tells me more about where they're at, things that they've tried, and then what their goals are. And typically women will have a lot of goals, mm -hmm. a lot of areas. So I always bring it back to just one step at a time. 
So whether that's right now, I'm just looking to use clean, safe products. Great. We can do that. Or whether that's I'm looking to support my little one naturally with their upper respiratory health. Absolutely. I can help you with that. Or maybe it's, hey, I'm always taking care of everyone else and I need to figure out how to take care of me again. Wonderful. One of my favorite things to do is to work with women on their routines, their morning routine and their evening routine, because I feel as though that it makes the biggest impact. It makes the biggest difference, not only for you, but for your entire family. It really does when you are taking care of yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we break it down that way, the consultation, and then I give some options. And then from there, I will also work out a wellness plan and then work with, um, work with someone as little or as much as they want. Some people want more guidance. Some people want less. Once I give them some tools, they just want to go at it and see results that way. And that's one way. So one way is just strictly from a health and wellness standpoint. And that is where most mamas come to me from. And then secondary are the mamas who then, you know, want to make an additional income for their family. And this could be something that is as simple as taking care of a car payment or paying for swim lessons or ballet lessons, or it could be something, you know, as, you know, as dramatic as what I did in replacing and making more than a professional income that you had for over 10 years. So again, that's something that I do very individualized because like I told you as an educator, something that was a blessing that I learned was that each person is different. Mm -hmm. You cannot have a one size fits all plan for anyone Mm -hmm. when it comes to wellness or when it comes to business. But what you really have to do is just really listen to the person, hear where they're at, hear what they've tried and what their goals are, and then take it one step at a time. Because I feel as though once you're able to implement that one step and make it be life, then you can move on to the next step, Mm -hmm. implement that, make that be life, and just kind of take those little steps that you don't even realize the grand impact that they are making in the long term until you look back, you know, years from now and you say, oh my gosh, look at where I am. Look at where I am today. So that's really what I do. Sometimes those two worlds coincide right from the beginning and someone will say, hey, I need assistance with health um, and wellness. And I would like to share this with my friends. And I say, okay, let's, let's do this and let's, let's set this up. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So, and you have helped me. We, we kind of, we met in a, actually I reached out to you. I really want Sarah has an incredible thriving, um, Facebook group and community. She has, she's just done an amazing job. So I reached out to Sarah initially to, you know, how do you do that? How did you create? Cause that's, that's part of my vision for my business is to create this thriving community of people, of, of moms who are helping each other and who are growing and who are, who are learning. And then I started asking the questions, oh, you know, I'd, I'd had some interest in, I, I'd, I've dabbled in oils and essential oils for years and years and years and years. And I used to make bath salts and different things like that. And I've had a diffuser forever, but I didn't really know what to use for what. And so Sarah helped me with what I wanted. And Sarah was talking about the, the individualized plan. Sarah helped me to what 
when we met was in March. So it was at the beginning of the pandemic when everybody was home. What I really wanted help with is my routines, right? And to, to help me with, okay, this is, this is my morning time. And this is my meditation time. And this is my getting ready for the daytime. And this is my work time. And you know what? They all have different smells, <laughs> which I, I didn't, I didn't realize that. And, you know, it's been amazing for me in my life and sharing it with my kids as well. And, and you, we had talked a little bit about ditching the chemicals. So can you tell us a little bit about where would you start with doing that and why, why would you ditch the chemicals? Absolutely. And that is what you said about your children. Children are the easiest ones. They love, love, love this process. So mm -hmm. don't be hesitant. I have a lot of mamas who at first will be like, oh, well, you know, little Johnny is used to this toothpaste and I don't know, he really likes this bubble bath. And I say, listen, you will be so surprised. Little Johnny is going to be much easier to change, the, change those habits when he sees that you are excited about them. Because like you said, Tracy, we are teaching our children through what we are doing <laughs> mm -hmm. all the time. Every minute. They like, don't, we don't get a break yeah. from them watching us. <laughs> no, every minute of every day. So it is, it is so important to know that your personal health and wellness practices they are making a difference on your child in one direction or another. Yep. Absolutely. So a great place to start when it comes to ditching chemicals, one, and it's going to be candles. And I know that this is going to be one that is a little controversial because I know where I was, you know, four years ago. I was, I had a candle for every mood. I had a candle for every season. I had a candle for every month burn them incessantly in my home. I burned them throughout my son's infancy, throughout his first year of life. And I am convinced that they were a trigger for his upper respiratory issue. Mm, wow. Interesting. That they were, yeah. That they were the cause, but I'm mm -hmm. saying that they were a trigger. So a trigger is different when someone has underlying upper respiratory issues and, or an upper respiratory condition, there are certain things that can trigger that to flare up. Mm -hmm. okay? It makes sense for people when you say things like allergies, right? Because they say, oh, there's pollen in the air. Therefore, I'm having some issues breathing today. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same things for the chemicals in your home. Our indoor air quality is typically much worse than the outdoor air quality. Okay. That's the indoor air quality of our home. And why is that so? Well, if you live in a newer home, then it's not going to have as many creaks, cracks <laughs> going on as a, as an older home would. I remember my older home was very drafty. Okay. My new home is not so drafty because everything is just buttoned up. In addition, things are climate controlled now. So you have the air on, you have the heat on, you sell them open windows that means that all of the air that's in your home is just recirculated air over time. Then the next thing is going to be all of the, all of the uh, products that you're using in your home. They contribute to your, the air quality, your mm -hmm. indoor air quality. So that isn't just things like candles, which most candles have ingredients like formaldehyde in them. They have lead in the wicks. They Interesting. Have wow. Synthetic fragrances. Mm -hmm. And all of these are allowed. In fact, they're just regarded as typical or normal for a candle. Mm -hmm. 
even some of the fancier candles that you are paying top dollar for, check the ingredient list. You will, if you can even find it, check the ingredient list because you will be appalled at what you are burning and therefore breathing in, in your home. But all of those things are contributing to the inner indoor air quality, your cleaners, mm -hmm. okay? Your personal care products that you're using, even when you're cooking, right? I'm not saying that the fish that you're cooking is toxic, but all of those things accumulate over time in your home. So where I was, I had been using product, products like Febreze, where I was just spraying everything to try mm -hmm. to make the home smell better, when in fact, that just further contributed to the negative air, indoor air quality of my home. And I had been trying to use greener cleaners, only to find out that many of them were actually greenwashed. And huh. are you familiar with that term, Tracy? I am not. No. What does greenwashed mean? So greenwashed means that a product looks like it's healthy. It mm -hmm. looks like it is a clean green product. But for when you take a look and dive deeper into the ingredients that are in that product, it's not so clean. It's not so green. It is all just smart marketing on behalf of, of those big box companies. Hmm. One company that just had a class action lawsuit in the past six months was Method Cleaner which you could find oh, that no. all over the place. <laughs> okay. Check out their class action lawsuits. They have actually awarded big bucks because they are not clean. They are not clean cleaners. Hmm. They, they, have, they have harsh chemicals that are in them, not just dyes, synthetic fragrances, and then other chemical solvents in there as well that can have negative impacts to your health and wellness. And so I would start just with, with candles by getting rid of the candles that you are burning. It's going to make a difference in your indoor air quality. Because if you think about it, when you light a candle, if it's too close to the wall, what happens to the wall? Have you ever seen what happens to the wall? It's get crumbly and melted and yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that black soot that's over that. Right. Okay, you're breathing all that in. So especially if you are not a cigarette smoker, you should not be burning candles in your home. Because the equivalent of burning a candle for one hour in your home in a closed environment, that is the equivalent of smoking one cigarette, the impact on your lungs. Wow. So that means even just the votives that have, wow. Yeah. Things we don't know. Sarah, every time I talk to you, I learn something new. <laughs> it makes a huge difference. So wow. that's where I started and what you can do instead like we diffuse oils in our home, mm -hmm. it's just water. And then you want to make sure that you have a high grade essential oil, a grade A oil that is not just a fragranced oil, um, because that would be my next step. My next step would be take a look at your ingredients. Don't go crazy over all these ingredients you can't have. Just zero in on fragrance mm -hmm. as an ingredient. And if you get rid of your products that have that fragrance, that F word, I always call that the new <laughs> F word. You're going to be hearing right. more and more about this. If you get rid of that, you're going to have a much cleaner product. And chances mm. are, if the product you're using doesn't have fragrance in it, it's not going to have a laundry list of other chemical solvents right. in it either that are going to be detrimental to your health and wellness. And why fragrance? Fragrance is negatively impacts your hormones and that's mm. for men and for women. It mimics estrogen within your, your body system, oh, goodness gracious. Yep, which will lead to thyroid issues. In addition, it can lead to lots of other issues for both men and women. 
It's an upper respiratory irritant and fragrance is an umbrella term for more than 2,100 different chemicals that they can put under that one term, many of which are known carcinogens as well. So I would say ditch candles, look at fragrance. Those are like the two things that anyone can do. Mm -hmm. Can still smell amazing. People walk into my house and tell me that, that my house smells so clean. It smells so fresh. And then you're also getting therapeutic benefits if you're using oils as well. Right. That is amazing. That the things that we don't even think about that are, that are contributing. I know I am, I, I used to, I used to call myself the girl in the plastic bubble because I was allergic to every single thing. The first time I was, I was, um, I was, uh, I went through a process actually several times, but when I went, went, went to the, the ENT, she was like, she looked at me and said, how are you even functioning? And I just started crying. Like, I don't know. And that was really, that was just the basics, right? That wasn't, that wasn't all of the, the F word, right? That wasn't all of the, all of the other stuff. It was the, the common things, right. That we would be allergic to. So I completely get that effect. You know, once I started pulling things out of my, of my life, then I started to feel better. I started to feel lighter and it's not, it wasn't just the, the sinus part. It was, it was my whole being. It was your, your beingness, you know, but yeah, that is, that is, that's amazing. And also scary, you know, that there, that we are exposed to all of these, all of these things that are harmful and they're just our every day, the things that we go to. Yeah. And that's the thing too, that I had no idea. And that's the, you know, that's the thing that I always tell moms too. I'm not judging you if you're doing any of these things. I was doing all of them, all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I had no idea. And when you know, when you really just kind of take a look into what is happening and ask a few more questions and maybe do a little bit of independent research, you're going to find a lot more information, Mm -hmm. which is where I am more than happy to work through with women to help to lift some of that overwhelm because the first response is typically, oh my gosh, I can't do any of this because I have to change everything. And I reassure them that's not the case. If you change one thing, that could be, that could make an enormous impact for you, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And that could be the stepping stone. Again, you make that life and then you move on to the next goal. You do not have to throw away everything that you have and then, you know, buy all new things. That's not practical. So I always offer to come up with a practical solution that fits well within your budget that will make the biggest impact in your home for you, because that's exactly where I was as well. I had to start one step at a time in order to get where I am today. Yeah. And Sarah, you do this beautifully too, because you, 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 I think you have a good gauge for, oh, maybe that's too much. Okay. Well, I'm going to, you, you, you're really good at gauging and you ask a lot of questions too, but you have guided me. We started with, um, with the, uh, with the, the, the oils I use the oils for, um, and I've got, I've got, this is my favorite. I wasn't planning on doing this, but this is vetiver is my absolute favorite for focus. I have ADHD. Right. And I, it's, I'm not, I don't take medication for it. And I stopped drinking coffee this, this since we met as well. Um, but I started with the, with the using the oils to help me, 
you know, in, in the sense of smell is incredible and you can speak to that in a moment, but, um, but, but as reminders that, okay, this is this, okay, it's time to wake up and then, okay, well, it's time to get ready for the day. Okay. Well, it's, and it's, it's been incredible using the oils to, to help me throughout for, to transition. Really, I needed to help with the transitioning my mind throughout the day to the different, especially because I'm going from one room to the other room, to the other room, to the other room. I mean, that's what, that's what this year has been about. Right. But I'm working too. So that, that kind of creating boundaries in my life for this is work time. This is wake up time. This is my, you know, start the day time. This is my evening time. And, and it's been really incredible. And I have begun to, you know, all of these things that have been in my mind, like going with natural, um, natural, uh, facial products. And, um, and now I'm using the savvy minerals, um, which is makeup. So I have really started slowly. So it's been since March and it's just, it's been slowly because it, it is overwhelming. It, it could be overwhelming, but you make it very, very simple and very step-by-step and okay, well, this is what we're going to tackle now. And you have an amazing open heart and, and you're really a really good listener. So I thank you for that. So Sarah, how can, um, how can the listeners get a hold of you? How can they connect with you and find out? And do you have any offerings that, that might help them right off the bat? Absolutely. So you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. Um, my handle is at mindful oil moments. That's mindful oil moments. And you can connect with me on either of those platforms. Both of those are public as well. And as far as um, resources, yes. If you check out, I know that Tracy is going to be sharing my website. I have lots of free resources on there. I have a, a really great YouTube page where I pair up with other women. You can actually see mm. an, a, a class that Tracy and I taught together a couple months ago as well that's on there. Um, in addition to other health-based and also emotional-based trainings that are completely free. And what I'm going to offer to your listeners, I created a a free resource that is steps to creating a purposeful morning routine that I am going to share with you. It's more of like my journal because people always ask me, um, okay, well, what do you do every morning when you sit down? So I'm sharing with you a, uh, a page basically out of my journal that shows you um, the things that I do and Again, it, it takes little, a little time, I'm talking maybe 20 minutes that make the biggest difference for your entire you know, 24 hours in that day. So I'm gonna be sharing that with for free as a free download um, for your listeners. That is fantastic because, I, and I truly believe that the way that you start the day is the way that your day goes, right? You're better able when you take that time in the morning for yourself and to take care of yourself and to, to ground yourself in the day, it affects everybody, right? And I can feel it in my own life, in my own day. If I don't take that time in the morning to, uh, to set myself up for success, then everybody feels it. My whole family feels it. My clients feel it. I feel it. And it doesn't feel good. So that is a beautiful, thank you for your generosity for that, sharing that little sneak in, sneak peek into your, into your journal and your day. And, um, and I have to say, Sarah's YouTube channel, amazing. It's fantastic and is full. Like she talked about, she, in her community, she brings in, um, in specialists and professionals and experts 
to share in um, it, what they know. And it's really, it's an amazing resource. Um, I don't think I, I, I don't think I told you about this, Sarah. I wasn't able to make the hormones, mm -hmm. the one that you did with Sarah. Mm -hmm. um, that was fantastic. And I actually will, will need to go back to that again and again and again, but really re an, an incredible resource for, um, for mamas and like whatever you're doing in, in your life and your health, you know, all full spectrum. So Sarah, this has been amazing. It's been fantastic. I feel like we need to have a part two and a part three. We'll have to schedule those in the new year. Um, but, uh, but yeah, thank you so much. And, and, and so you talked about the one thing, like one thing that the moms can do today to, uh, to start to start on their health journey. You talked about the candles or the, the, the freebie, the day the the starting with the starting your morning, that sounds like a good thing too. Any other thoughts around that? Yeah. I just think that if, you know, you have to remember that it comes back to joy for you and it comes back to, you know, like Tracy said before, if you are doing what brings you joy, then more joy is going to be brought into your life. That is a law. That is how the world works. And that's going to be within your home. Um, and that's also going to be outside of your home as well. So it just comes back to really taking that inventory. And I, I, I truly think that this resource, the reason that I'm gifting it to you is because I think it is going to make a difference for you. If you just take those 20 minutes to sit, to center yourself, um, because it also talks about you know some goal setting for you it also talks about gratitude, which I talk a lot about gratitude, but this follow the steps that are on there. You can make copies of it, or you can just put it into a plain notebook and use that as a guide. I truly think that it is going to make a difference for you and your well-being in this moment. You can literally download it right now, go use it tomorrow, and you will be set to go. And if you are interested in, you know, in any further health or wellness goals, you can follow me through the links that Tracy will share with you. All right, Sarah, beautiful. Thank you again for being here and sharing your brilliance with us. And remember that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now. And thanks for listening to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. To get started on your Vision Driven Mom journey, head on over to visiondrivenmom.com and download your copy of The Overwhelm Cure, a mom's guide to work-life harmony. Anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now.